You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Welcome back. I'm glad you guys have joined us today. Uh, my guest is Sean Hampton, our recovery pastor at Carterville. So welcome, Sean. Welcome. Hey, man, our topic for today's podcast is going to be an introduction to the recovery process. I am I'm extremely proud of what God has done through the ministry that you and lots of other folks are a part of right now at Carterville. It's just it's been a joy to watch. Great testimonies coming out of it. So September is a month to, rec- to focus on recovery, and so we're relaunching our recovery ministry. And so this week, the podcast episodes are going to be encouraging and informing and equipping uh, about recovery ministry. And so today, our topic is just an introduction to the process. I know that uh, I've got lots of friends in recovery process. I've, uh, I am a believer in the recovery process, but there's a point in time when if you said, man, just work the process, Ben, work the process, <laughs> I would look up and say, ah, somebody tell me, what is the process? So that's essentially our question today. Sean, hey, introduce us to the process. What is the recovery process? The process of recovery is truly healing from our hearts, habits, and hangups. And that looks like um, the fact that people that come into the rooms of recovery, and really everybody, our biggest problem in life is the fact that we haven't been loved well, um, we haven't loved others well, and we're not able to really truly connect to the love of God in meaningful ways. So we have a process of recovery that does just that through the 12 steps, through learning tools, through growing in our relationship with God. We learn to accept God's love in real ways. We learn to love ourselves and to love others. One of the things that's been really interesting to me, Sean, is, is I'm, as I watch, and you've educated me quite a lot, and I've learned from some other friends and um, other pastors as well, but as I've watched people move into the rooms of recovery, uh, you just really get to see the light of Christ take hold and see some mm-hmm. fruit begin to, to, to bear in a person's life. You know, when I watch, as we're turning to our addictions to deal with our pain or our problems or just to deal with our feelings about the world or to mask our feelings about the world, we, we become very isolated, very alone, and we're consistently engaging our emotions and our world in less than healthy ways. And the recovery process from my vantage point, I get to watch as people learn healthier ways. Really, it's just discipleship, but mm-hmm. healthier ways to to engage and become the person that God wants you to be, to process that in a better way. So, Sean, just big picture-wise, I mean, I, I know that when a person engages the recovery process, they're engaging communal, community on some level, they're, uh, they're walking through 12 steps, there's a sponsor involved, there's just a, a revolution in the way you think, you know, you take responsibility for your life, and just honestly, a, a, a change in the health of relationships. So I watch all these tools, and I guess I call them generally the process, mm-hmm. but these things work together pretty well. So do you want to tell us a little bit about how all these tools and environments come together to be the process of recovery? And that's interesting. The process for everybody in process recovery looks differently. Okay. Everybody needs, and it's really about finding what they need. Okay. Um, but the main aspect is, one of my favorite quotes is, the opposite of dic- addiction is not sobriety, it's connection. And that fits so well with our personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Our relationship, our faith is based on connection with Christ, 
the body of Christ, ourselves and others. And that's really what, in my opinion, anybody in the process of recovery and really any Christian needs to find in their life. And for, in, for recovery, that looks like coming to our Sunday night recovery meeting, celebrate recovery. That looks like possibly getting counseling. Um, some people, that might look like um, a treatment center. Uh, there's other meetings, even the secular AA, NA meetings that are out there. Um, but it's all about finding people to connect with in your hurts, habits, and hang-ups. Because that's the main thing for me that I want people to know about Sunday night. It's just a safe place to come to be open and vulnerable with others about your hurts, habits, and hang-ups. It's not necessarily about addictions. It's about all of our life issues that we have difficulty with. So uh, let's talk about Sunday night for a second. Mm-hmm. I am very excited. I know that you guys are excited as well mm-hmm. to announce that in this September we are relaunching our Sunday night recovery ministry as an official celebrate recovery ministry. So way to go, Sean. I know. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm excited for that. Um, I, love the, I love the approach. I love the discipleship. One thing that I want people to hear is, all right, so Sean, when I was a younger guy, if you, if you talked about recovery and addiction— for me, that was a very limited sphere. You know, first, it was the alcoholics in my life. Right. Okay, so alcoholics need, they need an AA meeting. Right. And, there, and there's, there are these 12 steps, which we'll talk about in the next episode of our podcast. There's these 12 steps that an alcoholic can use. And that's what I thought recovery was. Very small scope. Yeah, I was so ignorant. So then I had friends as a youth minister who uh, became addicted to the drugs that they used once recreationally, and now those things owned them. Okay, so now my drug addict friends need recovery. But then the the more I learned about the recovery process in general, I learned that those are not nearly the only unhealthy things that we lean on to deal with our unhealthy feelings or emotions or the, the things that the world throws at us. So in other words, we need recovery and the recovery process is really effective for far more than drugs and alcohol. In, in mm-hmm. fact, why don't you list a few of the things? So Sean, in your experience in recovery, what are some of the things that you've been able to see brothers and sisters recover from when they engage the process? And really, uh, you can say the recovery process, you can say discipleship process, but it's really a process of healing. Got it. So that really opens up the scope of understanding what people come for. They come for healing, and it's healing that only Christ can offer. Our meeting, me, or anybody else has nothing to do with their healing. It's about us walking and sharing the bo- and boasting the hope that we have in the glory of God from Romans 5 yep. about how we've been helped, healed through Christ and then connecting others with that same hope that, that, that Christ offers. Um, but truly, uh, Celebrate Recovery, why? There's, Celebrate Recovery is in over 35,000 churches and only 40% of the people that come to Celebrate Recovery in all those churches come for alcohol and drugs. 40%? Only 40%. Wow. The rest of them are other life issues. Um, ang- few of those. Anger is a big one. Um, pretty much every suburb recovery, large suburb recovery ministry has a men's and women's anger group. Um, depression, codependency, food is another uh, large, uh, a big, big issue that um, the churches deal with that, that suburb recovery has groups for. Um, pornography. Uh, the church that Reed and I went and visited this past spring actually had an Olga group. It was called Olga. You tell me about this. <laughs> and it stands for Online Gaming Addiction. Wow. But it's, but that's as legitimate as it can it's be. It's as legitimate as it can be. Because it's right. It's, and, and we use the verse, John 10, 10, the thief, come, thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. 
and I come to offer you life and offer it abundantly. So our focus is on the abundant life, and we look at all areas of our life to see where the thief is killing, stealing, destroying the abundant life that God, Christ has for us. And that could be money. That could be work. That could be other people, codependencies, where you're, you know, other people, or you're allowing other people to steal the abundant life that Christ has for you. I guess I would like to ask you, so Sean, is it fair for me to say this? Like when we talk about recovery process, we know there's mm-hmm. lots of rooms of recovery. There's lots of, you know, environments. There's lots of tools. There's the 12 steps, the sponsors, possibly counseling. There's the Celebrate Recovery Group. So many things that a person engages while they're changing their worldview in the recovery mm-hmm. process. Is it fair to is it fair to say this? That if if you engage the recovery process with us in a healthy way, what you could expect to find is an encounter with Jesus Christ that is built on discipleship principles that have been developed by brothers and sisters who have walked through an accountable and responsible way to engage their life on the earth. In other words, basically if you'll engage the recovery process, you'll find very specific focus. Uh, of Christian discipleship. It's almost like it's exactly what Jesus did with the disciples. (laughs) (laughs) He took a bunch of hurting, broken individuals and walked with them daily through their process of healing and knowing him more. Excellent. Hey, Sean, thanks for being with us today. And I know that you're going to be our guest uh, again tomorrow and for, and really for the most, most of the next two weeks as we talk about recovery together. But I just want, I want to wrap up this episode with a, with, of the podcast with a, just a huge invitation. All right. For our congregation, for our church family, uh, for our church families, extended families, for our community of the Pine Belt, I just I want to invite people into the recovery process. And I know that in a couple of episodes, we'll be talking more about denial and surrender and some of the obstacles that are in our way for that. Mm-hmm. But, but, Sean, I just want to invite people, come give the recovery process a try. I, I believe that there are more people in our church and all over our community who could be set free from unhealthy uh, life patterns if they would engage the discipleship that Christ offers through the recovery process. And I just, so I want to end the, in this episode with an invitation, give it a shot. So 4.30 on Sunday evenings, join our Celebrate Recovery group. I mean, we would, we would absolutely love to have you in the chapel at Carnival Baptist Church or in some other room of recovery. But today's the day. Engage the process.